episode 56 of Reboot already underway. I am one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by David Becker. Hello, hello, hello. And Aaron Hahn. Don't think it. Don't say it. Guys, (laughs) (laughs) this week we're going to be uh, talking about Cars 3 and the Book of Henry. One of those sounds good. And uh, we're also going to uh, be discussing uh, The Conjuring for Devil's Advocate, uh, that segment this week. But first, guys, we we promised it last week. This is the thing we always do. We see a a big blockbuster movie. And then uh, two weeks later, we come on. We talk about all the spoilers involving that film. So this week, we're talking spoilers for Wonder Woman. Before we get into spoilers, again, maybe we just want to refresh people, uh, let them know how we thought about the film uh, overall first, uh, without spoilers. Uh, last week we did it with five five words. I don't I don't think we have to do it that way this time. Uh, no, no, it's it's a main topic now, so we can kind of do whatever we want. <laughs> so we can always do whatever that's we true. want. We own this. We, we have no. We're not. We don't have any sponsors. Nope, no, no sponsors. Anyway, uh, Aaron, how about you start us off? What did you think of Wonder Woman? I thought it was, you know, pretty great. Like, uh, I had some problems with the the pacing of the film, and I thought it it was a bit too, like, awkwardly similar to Captain America the First Avenger. Like, yeah. especially when you get to the climax, I was just like, oh, come on. You know, like... A couple names you're, are a little too you're similar. You're way too close here. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, overall, the strengths of the film, you know, completely outweigh all the weaknesses. You know, the performance uh, by Gal Gadot and uh, the action scenes I really liked. I really liked the the whip action. That was pretty great. Uh, it's called a and lasso, I thought, Aaron. The lasso. It's what? It's called a lasso. lasso. I was like, "Why are you getting a whip? Get, like, get your ropes right, all right." This is a, this was yeah, a, this, is, this general, is a new fifty-two. General rope weapon. This is a new fifty-two. This wasn't, what are we talking about? This wasn't the two thousand five Catwoman, all right. This was two thousand seventeen. Oh, are we not talking about two thousand five Catwoman? No, that's we're not. The, that's the film I really loved. That oh. was a great one. Oh man, a solid step forward. For oh no, David, <laughs> what did you think about Wonder Woman? DC finally found the footing that they needed. Yeah. In my opinion. I agree. It's it was it's a good movie. DC now has a base to build this universe. Like I said, I said like what two weeks ago, I was like Wonder Woman is gonna be the base. I like I'm like a prophet, it's crazy. <laughs> like I, I I foresaw that Wonder Woman was gonna be good and that it's gonna jumpstart because they only needed one, and now, now. Well, so, so what's your what's your prediction for Justice League then, yeah. Almighty Prophet? Almighty Prophet, I think it's gonna <laughs> do good. In, it's gonna do good in the box office. I think it's gonna. Give me a minute. Jake okay. on. Um, Jake it, finishes. It takes it takes a while for the the prophecy to. Yeah. Begin. Yeah, I, I can't just call upon it and be like. You got you got like something you know. <laughs> The, the oh, power. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so um, my thoughts on Wonder Woman. Uh, I saw it again today, actually. 
uh, went with my mom and my sister again, and because uh, she had not seen it yet. And uh, about near like near the final act of the movie, I just kind of sat there and was like, "Huh, this is uh, this is a real movie. That's more than you can say for Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad, where things just kind of happen." Uh, in this movie, there's like a clear beginning, a clear middle, and a clear end. And it's like, wow, huh? I don't really know how to feel about this. This is good. This is real good. So <laughs> that's my thoughts. And, I, I, and I, I mean, it, it told a complete story without feeling the need to like shove in unnecessary mm-hmm. expansions on the universe, which was probably the smartest move of the film. Yeah. In terms of, you know, building the cinematic universe <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of ironic <laughs> that by trying not to build the cinematic universe they're so much better at creating that base as david said yeah all right I, so I, I, wait wait there's a ghost in david's something, room some, something has come to me oh right, no i mean it's a prophecy sorry not a ghost <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> same difference oh my God. Yeah. i see it justice league will be good yeah, okay, it's, we'll see. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to... Well, let me finish! Oh, okay, sorry. Goodness gracious, it's going to be good. And it's going to tickle. It's going to tickle greatness, but it's not fully going to be able to grasp it. That is what is that what I foresee. Listeners, tune in when Justice League comes out. See if I'm right, because I know I'm right. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, guys. We, we already know you're right. Because, I, yeah. I'm, thank you. Again, I'm, again, he's a ego. <laughs> he doesn't need <laughs> this. Next week, we drink Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, God. All right, well, guys, uh, let's move on to the spoiler section. Uh, so, if you have not seen Wonder Woman, highly recommended by me. I think also from David and Aaron, from what they've said. And, uh, yeah, come back. This will be here whenever you've seen it. Uh, and also, I'll put a time code in the description to when you can skip to there being no spoilers. So you can go on your merry way, listen to upcoming movies and all that. So, guys, don't you think it's a little strange that in this movie, and in Captain America the First Avenger, a Steve, in the climax, climbs aboard a plane, and he has to sacrifice himself in order to save the world? Yeah, the, the bombs are on a timer. He can't yeah. just, like, land a plane somewhere. He just he has to sacrifice himself. See, this is what I'm talking about. I was like, because there's, like, the tiny little similarities throughout, you know, just obviously the World War setting. Different World War, but still yeah. similar enough. And then you got like, your ragtag group of people from different ethnicities, and you're like, oh, it's the Howling Commandos all over again. Mm-hmm. And then we get to that climax, and I was like, this is the same ending ending of the movie. Like you can't do this, can you? No, <laughs> like, my, my, now, wait, I just uh, want to point out is... we're starting out in bad places because I feel like we have a lot of good to say. So we're gonna start here, uh, just so we leave you on a on a good note for the movie instead of bringing you down and then leaving the movie. So, David, continue. My problem is that they were on a timer, okay? But he was above a big field. Like, he could have just landed, and then the, if the timer would have went off in the field. Because, like, it, it blew up in the air, so it all fell on the same field. That's not how gas but works. 
So you're gonna put it into the into the wind and the air pollution. So you're gonna pollute the air. Why why not just ground like? Gas just moves where I know how gas works. It's just <laughs> but you said it was going to fall to the earth. <laughs> That's not how gas works. Plus, the gas was flammable, so it would all ignite and be gone. But so they're just gonna put a bullet in there and it's just gonna blow up. Yeah, that's literally we, what happened. This was just proved that you could shoot tanks and it doesn't blow up. It's my oh, problem. Myth, Mythbusters proved it wrong. <laughs> Meme busters up in here. Um, Aaron, you got you yes. got any complaints other than Steve Rogers? Other than the similarities, uh, I'm just calling. Well, I mean, Steve as Rogers. I mentioned, <laughs> like the the pacing felt off to mm-hmm. me. I felt like. Yeah. Two hours and like twenty minutes, however long it ended up being, I felt like it was a touch too long, especially yeah. since it opens and you got like, you know, you got your childhood scenes, you got your present day bookends, you got your animated exposition dump, you got your training montage, you got the getting the costume and the weapons and all that. It's like all this setup before you actually get into the actual story, hmm. and it just it just. It's not like it's it was bad material. I liked mm-hmm. most of it outside of the animated exposition dump, which was the <laughs> worst part of the film, in my opinion. But I just felt like, you know, it dragged on too long. Like, they could have trimmed it more and made it better. But I also understand that Wonder Woman has, like, a convoluted origin, and it's a very complicated character to get right. It's so, like, I can you know, you can understand trying to it's make like, the most sense of it as possible. <laughs> It's like when we uh, talked about Ridge's The Lost Ark last week, and how we're like, this just proves the existence of the Old Testament God. How come no one is freaking out about this? It's like, well, Zeus is real. A- 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 Ares is real? Yeah, we're not, we're not going to talk about what that means for Suicide Squad and BBS. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, well, technically, aren't all are the gods dead, though? Because Ares killed them all. Yeah, like they were real at one point in time. Like that's like a huge revelation. (laughs) Um, No, my only complaint, other than that, is that uh, some of the acting felt really off. Not from Gal. uh, Not from uh, uh, from the Native American. The Native American. I don't know what his name was, but oh my god, every line is so bad. I don't know if it's just it's so badly written for him, or like he just. Didn't deliver. Because it, it almost comes off as like, I don't care. <laughs> like, so, I don't know what happened there. And then also, um, and I'm horrible at pronouncing these names, but uh, Wonder Woman's mom is like trying so hard to do the accent that Wonder Woman does. And you can tell it's not genuine. <laughs> it's just like, oh, cringe. Ooh, Dude, one, good, one, one good thing, when Ares looked very cut. I was like, dang, Ares, oh, yeah. you go, you go. Yeah. Like, there's that one scene where, Professor like, Lupin he fell from, like, heaven or whatever, and he's, like, looking up. I was like, dang, like, what, what'd you get And then so... in, the, in the climax, when Ares has, like, his mustache going on, you're just, oh, like, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's making the mustache cool again. Like, I you mean, know, like, you could, uh, you can take him seriously as a threat, even with I'm just gonna the mustache. I'm going to start growing a mustache. You know, I, was, I was impressed. Ares has a mustache. Yeah. I don't think we should be emulating the villains in this <laughs> film, but sure. Oh, man. Okay. Well, uh, good things. Then, um, automatically right out the gate, Gal Gadot, or is it Gadot? I, I've heard it's Gadot, but I don't know. If yeah, I've, I've heard it both ways. I, well, I don't know how she pronounces it. Ga- Gal Gadot is fantastic as Wonder Woman. Uh, 
I wasn't completely sold after Batman v Superman, but seeing her in this, I'm like, this. she's a perfect Wonder Woman. Uh, she nails it. Um, she gets all the the nobility that comes with Wonder Woman, as well as also being like pretty have having great comedic timing in in the moments where she's funny. So I, I thought I love it. she was insanely charming throughout the whole thing. Same with uh, Chris Pine; he was also very charming in this movie. I was gonna say that they didn't over sexualize her. I I was just wondering, is this the first DC movie with? an actual role model as its hero. <laughs> like Wonder Woman is like a good character in something to strive towards. And like maybe Superman sometimes when he's not like, I don't want to save people anymore. Saving people's hard. <laughs> yeah, definitely the best hero that DC has. The, definitely like the only one that feels like a hero, like <laughs> yeah. through and through. What about, what about Deadshot? Cause he choose, he knows that he doesn't have to kill. Yeah, but they're bad guys. That's what they do. We're bad. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, other good things <laughs> about this movie. No, no terrible like trailer design dialogue like Suicide Squad, where it's like every other line. It's just like, hey, that's a that's a line for your trailer. Yeah. It's, or what about uh, he's a cyborg? Doesn't make make sense in context. Oh yeah, the <laughs> cyborg. They had to make they had to make Wonder Woman say it too, didn't they? They couldn't just give that one to Batman and we'll be like, I just chalk it up to Ben Affleck being Batman. <laughs> this time I'm like, oh no. Gal Gadot is gonna say, he's a cyborg. It's like, no. <laughs> um So I wanted to point out, probably one of the best scenes in any superhero movie, even if the film around it is like not to this level as much, but the um, no Man's Land scene was insanely powerful, insanely like moving. Like David and I were. Oh, both oh yeah, I felt up. something. I, like I, that's the first thing I said. I was like, dude, that No Man's Land scene, which you just like got up and I was like, I was getting all emotional. I had no idea why, but it's I was, like, so you go, powerful, girl. man. Okay, is that is that okay to say? You go, girl. Yeah. Get it. Sure. I, sure. Get it. Um. Yeah, I. Just that was one of those moments where I'm like, this is, because up into that point, the whole first act, I'm kind of like, uh, like this is okay. I don't really like this kind of setting though. Like, oh gods and uh, bows and arrows and stuff. And I'm like, okay, let's just calm down with that. And then you get into London. I'm like, all right, this is really good. And then we're like, oh, now we're in no man's land. And that scene happens. I'm like, yep, this movie's great. <laughs> like, this is all this movie needed to like convince me it was great it could end horribly at this point and i'd be like it's fine this, this one of the best scenes one of the best scenes in that is i don't know if the execution but when when they call when chris pine and the other two call shield and she just oh, demolishes God, yes. that, that church tower <laughs> yeah it's amazing dude people when, when i saw it today people like cheered when that happened i'm like <laughs> yes Yes, I'm like she. Amazing. She just murdered that guy. But. <laughs> oh yeah, she dropped that tower on him hard. But he was killing innocent people. So yeah, I think there's. I think there's. It's some, okay. It's justified. Just like when the, in the first Captain America movie, it's like it's it's different in the war setting than like as soon as they moved him out into the sequels, he stopped killing people. But in that first film, he's in World War Two. Also, like, they were Nazis. 
So, like, it's like, yeah, they get what they deserve. They're Nazis. And this one, it's like, uh, there's Whoa. no bad guy in World War One. I. I mean, they made their own bad guys. So, like, okay. I'm like, oh, this basically Hydra. <laughs> like... Apologize to all of our Nazi listeners. <laughs> oh, I will never. I will never. <laughs> I will never <laughs> apologize to them. Um, yeah, so there's that. Yeah, I... That no man land, no man's land scene, and then right when the theme kicks in, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people do not like the theme out there, but God, that theme just gets you so hyped. Really? Every time you hear it. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people out there that don't like it. I think it might not have fit exactly in this movie because it felt a bit too modern. But I think like as the Wonder Woman theme overall, I really like it. Yeah, it just. God, it's just like, yeah, knock him out, and then she breaks the gun over her back, and it's like, yes, this is amazing. <laughs> I don't know. That that whole scene, I was blown away by. I'm like, okay, this is, number one, ceiling that Patty Jenkins can direct great action, because that whole scene was fantastically shot and everything. Even if the finale's uh, pretty lackluster, but um, that's God, it was just so good. And then, which got me really excited for the finale. And then the finale comes, and I'm kind of like, feels a bit too much like Batman v Superman. <laughs> Things are just blowing up. People are flying everywhere. It's like, okay, it's a bit I, much. I, you know what this movie did, though? What did it do? It connected the Injustice universe because it confer- <laughs> with the new serum that Dr. Poison made, it confirms that Harley Quinn can, can get the crap beat out of her by Superman and survive because of the serum that um, the fake Ares uses. So Is this another th- like, a- theory you were reading on the internet? No, it's just... I. No, he said this I right when the up. movie was done. So he came up yeah. with this on his own. Yeah. <laughs> So, so like, the, serum, just, that, like in, the, the the fake out Aries, the the not yeah. Aries general guy Aries, was, if you will, using. Because in what? the because begin, in the beginning of Injustice One in the storyline. Yeah, they, they have that serum, so that yeah, the so <laughs> we need some so the reason why Superman can't yeah. win every fight in one punch. So and then they never mention like, again. Like, oh yeah, the, the serum <laughs> makes me super like not be able to take a punch myself. Like, oh, that's genius. But like, I mean, like <laughs> I. For a fighting game, it's like yeah, sure that story's fine, but then oh, yeah, no. for I wouldn't but, want but that. Now, but now that it's connected, but now that it's connected, oh, Doctor Poison, thank you. Um, so, <laughs> um, watching it again today, I, I'm a little disappointed by the climax overall. I think the way it ends with her fight with Ares and the whole message at the end, I'm like, this is a great message. Like, okay. But I also really would have liked it if she kills Nares, if you will, not Ares. Um, and uh, they, it really was Ares. And it's like, well, they're not going to stop because that's just not how life works. And then she has to stop and fight the, she has to stop the plane from going down or whatever um, and blowing up everything. It's like. I don't know why we needed a huge fight at the end. Also, it kind of ruins the whole message. Not the whole message. It ruins what I thought they were going for, I guess, where it's like, oh, yeah, men can be horrible, but there's also good in them. And so 
you know, you fight for that, and it's not just one guy who's going to make it so everything's okay at the end, even though that's exactly what happens in the end. She kills Ares, and all both sides were like, we're friends now, hey! <laughs> like, oh, I don't think it was that simple. I mean, it was the idea that the armistice was going to go through anyway, and it was basically this last-ditch effort by the Germans to, you know, use this poison gas. And, like, if that had succeeded, then the war would have gone on. But since, you know, Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman were able to stop that plan, then everything, the peace talks went through smoothly, and history went back to the way it actually happened. So I don't think it's that like like that. I do think well, that the ending felt like rushed. Like I think they could have done some more stuff. Like, because there's the whole thing where like in BBS, she's like, I walked away from mankind for a hundred years after I saw like the horrors they could do or something. And yeah, then but, like, but it's not even discussed in this film. Yeah. My question is, okay, she fought World World War Two happens. What she doing during World War Two, which was. Right, but Batman v Superman like, made it sound like she left at the end of World War One, stopped being a hero for like reasons that like she lost faith in humanity. But, but this film ends; she has her faith, faith in humanity. She yeah, so, so, that, so that's so But then she doesn't the, do anything. That's World my War question II. because um, I'm like, okay, she's all like, oh yeah, man's good. Like we, we fight for love, and then like she sees World War Two. She's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Just kidding. I'm gonna take a back seat. Like. And then, because, you, you know, she's so passionate and so, like, caring for, like, he's like, you know, that, that big lineup to No Man's, no man's Land scene, like, he's like, no, we can't save everyone. And she's like, I don't care what you, what you want, Chris Pine. Like, we're, we're going to do what, we're going to do what I want. And so, like, so if she has that ideal, I don't know, okay, if she loses her faith, event, like, in mankind, whatever, but still, like, I still can't, like comprehend or believe personally that Wonder Woman can just sit by and watch World War Two just go on without what if you know what I mean? World I, War Two yeah, really like that never I happened. really like that they retconned that kind of moment from Batman v Superman that she like lost faith in humanity and just left for a hundred years. I kinda like that she, you know, kept that faith in humanity at the end of the movie. But at the same time I feel like by doing that and then having World War Two go unaddressed, it's like it's awkward. What if what if She's part of World War II never happened? I'm fairly certain World War II still happened in this DC universe. What if no wars happened? Maybe she was right. She kills Ares and everyone's like friends. They're like, oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's uh, not what happened. And I'm sure there's confirmation of some kind of war in like Man of Steel or Batman v Superman. Well, I mean Batman v Superman. Probably some off hand remark. So what? Batman v Superman starts in that war zone where Jimmy Olsen gets killed, so. True. Yeah. Just shoot Jimmy Olsen in the head. That's a... Can Patty Jenkins That's what just we take used to control? Have, so. Can she just take control of this whole universe and then be like, okay, you know what you're doing clearly. Let's just have you take care of it. But she has signed on for uh, Wonder Woman 2. So. Has she officially signed on? Last I heard I she was so. like pretty much going to be guaranteed as the director. I, really I mean, like, why it. would they not yeah. hire her back? You can really but, tell she's having fun, and she had fun doing this with, with Gal and Chris. And, and Chris she definitely Peter. understands the character. Yeah, and, oh, like, she understands yeah, what makes her heroic and what makes her, like, an icon. And that's mm-hmm. more that can be said than, like, Zack Snyder for Superman and Batman. Yeah, it feels weird making fun of Zack Snyder now, though. <laughs> 
you're kind of like, eh. it's all it's all just professional criticism. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I have sure. nothing against the guy personally, and obviously, what happened to him, you know, was a tragedy, and you know, I I, no, I, I, I'm just, I don't I'm, think it should I'm stop just, us from being not, able to critique. His I, no, films, I know, though. I'm I'm just. <laughs> Just so we're clear on this for everyone listening, if we ever make fun of someone on the podcast in a movie or as a director or whatever, like 99.9% of the time, it's completely professional. We're sure these are all really nice people. Maybe not Josh Trank, but who knows? <laughs> like, <laughs> Guys, uh, so Wonder Woman, anything else to say about it? Uh, favorite okay. moments? Bring me Martian Manhunter. Oh my god. Uh, I, I, I agree. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. We can't escape the right. stupid Martian Manhunter stuff <laughs> anywhere. We're talking about Wonder Woman. <laughs> Bring me the Martian Manhunter. I, I, I agree. I want Martian Manhunter. Oh my god, no. Give me give me Aquaman and Martian Manhunter and Wonder Woman. That's my Justice League. Yeah. Like get get rid of Superman, get rid of Batman. Did you hear that? Yeah, Aquaman. we already got rid of Superman. You hear that the Aquaman movie is um so chronologically, it's after the Justice League movie. Yeah, I heard that. Which I mean, kind of makes sense. <laughs> they they can't just keep going back and telling all these origin stories for these characters after we've already seen them. They're in like, battle. here's it's the like, films okay. we should have made before we rushed our universe <laughs> into production. Mother boxes? Yeah, we don't care about those right now. Uh, but you will be seeing them in the next movie. What? Do you have any mother boxes? I am very surprised that they didn't like Krim and some like parademons, Amazon's fighting dark side. Like, some I thought kind that's of how it was going to end to this film. Oh, okay. Uh, my, ne- my next gripe, with, my final gripe with this movie, there is no end scene. Like, and okay, so our society is like, um, basically lives for the, the final end scene, you know, like no secret ending. Like no oh extra no! Scene. After credits, like, like end that's credits what you're talking about. End credit, yeah. Okay. And okay. I feel like I feel like we're kind of like if, now if we don't get one, like in a cinematic universe, I feel like everyone like loses their crap. But I'm I didn't get one, so I'm gonna lose my crap <laughs> because I'm mad. I wanted to see one. Waited waited to watch all these yeah. names. I didn't even watch all the names go through the credits. I was like, do you want the scene? And then it didn't happen. So then I got I'm gonna say mad. I got mad at the end of the movie. I mean, it, it didn't really PG. bother me that much. I mean, what could they have really done? Like, oh, oh yes. they could have done plenty. They could have brought Martian Manhunter in. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, yes, that's what would have made this movie perfect. If there was an end credit scene, you have the whole thing where like the scientist has like his projector aimed at Mars, and then oh, he abducts Martian Manhunter, and Martian Manhunter comes. To... Yeah, Martian Manhunter has a really weird origin story. <laughs> On top, on top of like he's the last Martian and like his entire like planet got nuked by like, yeah, yeah. They've changed a couple Guys. times too. <laughs> um, go see Wonder Woman. Um, again, if you have already seen it, um, it's just such a such a fun, um, inspiring, uh, film, and uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. Gal Gadot is great. Patty Jenkins yeah. is great. Uh, Chris mm, Pine. Get all these Chris's mixed up. Chris Pine um, is great as well, um, and all these, all the little grapes we have with it—they're so easy to overlook when DC made a real movie, you know, like like a real right. movie. And it's you know it's showing like with the the low box office drop, 
between yeah. the two weekends, you know, like 45% drop, you know, like this is a film that people are responding to. Mm-hmm. And I hope that signals that DC is like getting on the right track. Cause I really want this universe to work out. Yeah. And I'm really did. glad that despite the and way it started, they were able to get a, you know, a really inspiring, really well done superhero film out of this, you know, like this was, it, it might not have been a perfect film. I do have my no. gripes with it, but I do think it is a film worthy of like Wonder Woman's first big cinematic treatment. Would you say it's uh, wonderful? I would say it's wonderful because that's what I said in my review. I also said it in my <laughs> review. If you want to read our reviews, you can uh, read those uh, at Jake Lace on Tumblr and of course on uh, this clever blog name is already taken on Tumblr for Aaron. Uh, guys, <clears throat> Let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. No, 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 no. Let's sober up and then we'll call the police. Let's get rid of all the drugs. I want it. Not by doing them. <coughs> okay, someone tell me what to do and I will do it. Our legacy isn't how many commas we have in our bank account. It's who we're lucky enough to have in our lives and what we can leave them with. Guys, one of the biggest weeks we've had since probably October of last year. So let's just rattle them on down the list. How about that? Does that sound good to you guys? Do you, yeah. Yeah. Do you get any preference? Just going from over. top to bottom. Top to bottom. Okay. Here we go. Top <laughs> it. Top in like terms of quality. No, because you always <laughs> just, just read down the list. The list you're uh, on. Cars the three. The leads. Cars. Cars Give three. Give us the leads. Cars three. Oh yeah. What a movie it's gonna be. I'm ready for the return of Lightning McQueen and Mater. The best backwards driver in the entire world. Yeah, he holds that world record. Not a big deal. Learn the cable guy, one of the best voice actors that this planet has seen to this day. Cars 3, what's happening? I've only ever can't seen wait. Cars 1. I can't speak I've seen two. Cars 2 because I've heard it's uh, a complete like gutter fire. And I'm like, nah, I'm not dealing with that today. So... Also, there's like a big like environment. I felt like there's a big environmental like pushing it. Is that like Happy Feet, where there was a big like environmental like the- message? There is one in Happy Feet. Are you trying to make fun of me? There is. I'm sorry. That's just that's a bit happy of feet a, is a joke for everyone. It's in, happy Feet's in my Netflix clue, uh, queue. I will watch this and I will you know solve the mystery for you guys. Yeah, okay, you. I, you. I will get to the bottom of this. Environmental message. <laughs> oh, you, have, you have to watch it next by next week. Because <laughs> we're gonna forget. Back. We're definitely gonna forget. If Jake, is, if Jake keeps bringing it up, I'm gonna lose my mind. Because like, it's there. Like, I'm just. It's mostly just funny how you brought it up, and everyone's like, "I don't know what you're talking about, man." <laughs> like, you're like, yeah, they yeah, start connecting the dots, and you see in the lines, and you're like, "Oh my god, guys, David's uh, right." I'm like, I'm cars, right. cars three. Uh, Cars 2. Has anyone here... David, you said you've seen it. Aaron, have you seen it? I've seen it. Okay. Aaron, do you agree with me that there's a big... That there's an environmental push in it? Well, yeah. Well, like, the the whole plot is that, like, there's an alternative fuel source, and then, like, someone's trying to sabotage it, but then it turns out, like... It's a weird movie. It's not very (laughs) good. It's definitely Pixar's weakest film. Maybe slightly better than The Good Dinosaur. I don't know. Bounce back and forth on those two. The Good Dinosaur, I'll never understand. Well, I do understand The, the Good why. Dinosaur is just, like, annoyingly mediocre. It's, it's a ripoff just... of the worst Disney movie. The Which Lion one King. Is it? It's, 
it's not similar to the Lion King at all, really. Are you kidding? And, and the Lion King, Lion King is... is not the worst Disney movie. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, obviously we don't have much to say about Cars Three because we keep. I mean, I because that trailer is so ambiguous. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh head. god, like, yeah. The Remember that trailer first came out trailer where it's like so dark. It's just like Lightning McQueen might die in this one. You're like, oh god, what? <laughs> They're like, we hear you, and, Internet. You want dark and gritty. Here you go. Cars 3. That's what I'm, that's, I want to see it. Like, not that, I'm like, what's going to happen to Lightning? And then Mater's just going to come out for like three hours in the movie. Like. I feel like they're <laughs> definitely going to like downplay Mater in this film. I haven't you know, seen him once in any of the trailers. So. He, he's, in, he's in like the one trailer very briefly, but that's like the most I've seen of him. So I, I'm guessing like after Cars 2, they're going to, you know, give him a smaller role, which is probably a smart so. move. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like giving a side character that's somewhat funny in the first movie, their own spin-off movie, is never going to work out the way you want it to. Cars 2, Finding Dory. Finding Dory's not as bad as it, you make it out to it's me. It's so bad. but uh, it's, not, it's not great, but... <sighs> Guys, let's move on, I guess. Uh, we got nothing to say uh -huh. about Cars 3. Well, Cars I, mean, I, I just want to say that, like... It's Pixar, so it probably has great animation. And I feel like, based on the trailer, it might be, like, some emotional impact. I feel like there could be a hidden, like, emotional impact in this film. You know, like, the About traditional Pixar gut punch kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. I'm getting, like, Monsters University vibes from this. Where it's, like, the sequel no one asked for. But, you know, could end up having, like, a kind of profound little message. Yeah, there. I like Monsters like, yeah, University. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Cars 3. Uh, definitely will not be the worst threequel, animated threequel this summer. So let's just all keep that in mind. Uh, when when the minions came on screen uh, during Wonder Woman, like they had like a before like the movie like like silence your cell phones you, and, and the minions come on you screen were like, and I kept going you were boo like, boo minions yeah <laughs> not really and, loud. and, and you are and you, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did, and you're embarrassed for me to ask to salt my popcorn in between, but you're booing minions no. in the theater. the like, minions themselves we're, we're are an embarrassment. to the minions in, like, two weeks, okay? <laughs> Guys, I, all eyes on me. Uh, the uh, Tupac uh, biopic. I've Man. never heard a Tupac song, so... I, I don't really know anything about Tupac. Internet. Do not, do not hate Jacob for not... For, for not listening to Tupac, because I also have heard maybe two Tupac songs. Well, I mean, but, I, haven't, but, I haven't heard much, but but the film looks good. Mm -hmm. It looks it looks like a good. I I saw a straight out of Compton, and I didn't really know anything about like that whole like the, how the rise of rap and like that whole like scenario. And I really enjoyed Rise Out of Compton. So I hope that me not knowing a lot about um, Tupac and how he grew up and like what happened with him, I hope I can have the same effect, like the same effect with this movie if I see it, which I probably will. And my girlfriend likes Tupac and she told me she wanted to go see it. Therefore, well, I think I'm going to see this movie. <laughs> you, you say you don't know a lot about Tupac, so I hope I'm not spoiling anything where I say that I think that an advantage this film has is you have a pretty uh, exciting end for your biopic where you kind of have like this unsolved murder. What? What do you mean? What? Ending. Tupac's dead? <laughs> what? I saw him on stage though. He was a hologram. You have to be alive What's, to do a hologram. A Chappelle show skit where it's like 
they're listening to like a Tupac song where he's just like talking yeah. about what's going on in the room, even though he was supposed to have like died like a couple years oh. ago. Yeah, dude, Dave Chappelle's kids are phenomenal. But yeah, I think you know Wait, Tupac's dead. dead. <laughs> what what <laughs> I'm right. saying is like you you I'm have done. a pretty unlike a lot of biopics where I think like straight out of Compton, like by the end you're just kind of like, eh, the first half was better. The second half when the group yeah. splits up, you're just like, eh, it's all right. But I think, like, with this, you got, like, a pretty ex- explosive climax there. So it's, like, whoa, this film could be pretty... Whoa! <laughs> Too soon, Aaron. Too soon, all right? Too soon? <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just messing with everyone today. I don't know anything about Tupac, so I'm out of my element here, and I gotta be a bit of a... Bit of a jokester. Uh, to keep, uh... I'm just saying, cover it, up it, your, it your knowledge. would be interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting story, so... All right. Well, uh, moving on from that, we got Rough Night, uh, a movie that I'm, like, pretty optimistic for. Um, I think it has, like, a really great cast, and that's the one thing that I'm like, all right, this is what's holding this movie up for me. You know what I mean? Anyone else know anything about this movie at all? (laughs) No, I, th- I pretty much agree with you. I'm just like, yeah, the cast is pretty solid, but I don't know. I don't know if it looks that funny. It's also written uh, by... Uh, Writers of Broad City? Yeah, Writers of Broad City, thank you. And I love Broad City, so if it's even half as good as that show, uh, I'll enjoy it I mean, it I still haven't seen that show, but I've heard good things from I you and others. I honestly think you like it, Aaron. It's well, Jacob, Aaron have you show. finished the show? No. Yeah, okay, I have. Moving on. I'm excited for season four. I don't believe- I don't believe you. I, but it's true. <laughs> um, are we moving on? Are we going to not talk yeah. about Rough Night? Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's basically got a solid cast. Could could potentially be good. You know, uh, Nathan Churchill on uh, on uh, on Flickster says, let's all hope this has bad reviews in the end. Why do you hope that, Nathan? I mean, I Nathan assume, I, assume, I, I, assume I know why, Nathan, but don't let me be right. Don't let me be right, Nathan. Prove us wrong. Yeah. Make it make it like about the Red Dragon X HD cameras. Make yeah. make like that the reason. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh guys. So, something like that. Uh... Oh god. No, you just David, turned, I, you just I don't mean to do this, David. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't I don't mean to bring this on you. I don't mean to bring this on the podcast listeners. I I I've got a bone to pick with this next movie. <laughs> 47 meters down. <laughs> oh, it's not even about rough. Okay. Okay. Is a shark movie. And you know, shark movies are a dime a dozen nowadays. Oh, let's go watch Shark Exorcist. Let's go watch Jurassic Shark. Let's go watch The Shallows. Shallows is actually pretty good. Shallows is worth a watch. But oh, all these shark movies. Uh. They're really getting on my nerves. And the thing that really gets on my nerves is the production company of this movie. It's the same people who produced... Mm -hmm. Phoenix Forgotten. One of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. And it was while the, watching this trailer. The film that started this Alex Jones bit. Yeah. It was while <laughs> watching this trailer before Wonder Woman today that I realized something. 
I realized who these people are. They take easily exploitable genres like found footage, just make it like Blair Witch, everyone will go see it. Oh, a shark movie, that'll sell easy. There's no art. They're just gonna make it. it like Jaws. There's no art, there's no. I, I do like how, like, the the red letter font they use for the title of this movie is like so close to the Jaws font. Like they're they're trying so hard to make people bring <laughs> the associations. You're just like it's, so, it's annoying. I'm gonna go on record and say I don't like shark movies. And so I'm also Even gonna Jaws? say I'm not He hasn't seen Jaws. What? How have you not seen Jaws? We're gonna go see it. We're gonna I think, go I've, see seen, it. I think I've seen like Jaws three. Oh god. <laughs> Not the worst Jaws film. Well, that's hard. It's not hard to not be the worst. It's the one. It's the one when like, I don't know if it's it was three. It's when there's like all the you can walk in the underwater tunnels and like yeah, the zoo or something. Weird. Yeah, okay, I saw that one. So, Dave, you I'm and not gonna I, we're gonna go. We're gonna go see Jaws. It's playing flashback cinema. I'm, I'm gonna take you go see Jaws. I think I'm gonna stay home, watch uh, Jaws. Jaws 4, The Revenge. That's how Instead of this movie. <laughs> yeah, so that's all I have to say about 47 Meters Down. It looks like, uh, let's exploit people who like shark movies. They'll go see it anyway. This is how we're going to well, make what? money. Your mom's going to go. Is it your mom or your stepmom? My stepmom loves shark movies. Your stepmom's going to go see this movie. So. Oh, so that was serious. I thought it was, I thought it was like a your mom joke at the beginning. No, no, it's like, your mom's going to go see this. I was like... No, my mom David. really loves shark movies, and good for her. You're going for that? But I, I just don't see Dude, it. My humor is 10 out of 10. High that's, class. that's true, that's true. Let's be real. That, that's why I would have been so surprised if you went for the your mama joke. Like, I, I, I believe you're above that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so... <laughs> is that all you have to say about 47 yeah. meters down? Move on. Okay, so how about the Book of Henry, everybody? I don't know what it is, so I'm not going to Weirdest see it. tonal whiplash in a trailer oh, like don't, I've ever I don't, experienced. I don't think we should even tell David. I don't think we even should. I think we, David and I need to go see this movie, and he needs to experience it. I was scrolling I, through Twitter earlier. that weird in the actual movie. I was scrolling yeah, through Twitter, point. and I saw the, like, the trailer, but I didn't watch it. I was like, I don't know what this is. I don't want to see it. So I just kept scrolling. It looks, even though I knew specific, I think I didn't watch it specifically because I knew that we were going to talk about it later. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. This movie looks <laughs> so good. Um, I just don't even know how much I want to say about it. If you haven't seen the trailer, it just goes, it's, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I almost wish I didn't see the trailer because I saw, like, what the movie was about, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll go see this. I really like the director, Colin Trevorrow, um, directed one of my favorite movies of all time, Safety Not Guaranteed, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go see this one, and uh, when a Aaron was like, yo, watch this trailer, and I'm like, okay, and I'm like, whoa, this is not the movie I thought this was. Um, they sell it very much as like a like a family drama in the IMDb listing, but then when you watch that trailer, it's like, oh... It, it's certainly a family <laughs> drama, but not the kind I was expecting. <laughs> so, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the cast is pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, you know, Naomi Watts. Uh, mm -hmm. Michael Chiklis. What's his name from... Not Michael Chiklis, the dude from uh, Breaking <laughs> Bad. mixed up. It's not Michael Chiklis. <laughs> <laughs> what does Michael Chiklis even do anymore these days? He was in... 
I don't Fantastic know. Four. They have to they have to recruit him for the MCU. That's what it is. Just bring in all like the past Fantastic Four actors. Oh, not that from both not, sides. Well, how do you pronounce Mr. Fantastic's actor's name? Ewan. I, I know I'm gonna try on that yeah, one. Don't bring him though. He, he's a bad Mr. Fantastic. Um, hey, it was better than Miles Teller. Oh, that's true. It's, Again, not but yeah, hard. I think I think the cast looks solid, but the the massive like tonal whiplash in the trailer like worries me. That worries I'm, you? I'm, that got me excited. I mean, it makes me interested in watching the film, but it makes me worried about the quality of that film. Okay. It makes it feel like it's going to be very awkward and very just like you know it's if it plays out similar to how it does in the trailer, it seems like it's gonna like escalate way too quickly in a yeah. direction like this film never should have gone you're just like <laughs> it's hard to say without spoiling the trailer but it's right. not at all the way i thought it would be or the way that it sounds like it should go based on the synopsis <laughs> i i am super interested um i think that if it's again if it's even half as good as uh safety not guaranteed like my number six movie of all time um I think I'm gonna like it quite a bit. So, plus Naomi Watts. I mean, she's getting work, I guess. I mean, after we watched Mulholland Drive, I'm like, I know I've seen Naomi Watts and stuff, but not for a long time. What is she doing? And then like this movie comes. Didn't out. get it back for Rings, you know that. Yeah, yeah, no. They they sure didn't. Uh, <laughs> guys, let's move on to the what have we been watching segment this week. I just want to talk, and I want honest answers. Do you have any idea what's going on out there? I've had a weird week for movies. Tell us about one. Well, David, actually, we're going to save the one that David and I both saw together for last, so we can kind of transition into David's uh, what has he been watching. So, I'm going to mention two things very quickly, because next week... Uh, for the main topic, we will be talking about um, documentaries. So, I watched two documentaries this week. I just want to mention them because uh, I'll talk more about them in depth uh, next week on the podcast. I watched Tower, uh, which is a documentary about the uh, incident in Texas where someone climbed up the university's uh, bell tower and just started opening fire on random people. And it's this, uh, a bunch of eyewitness accounts of the day. Um, I want to see that. It is. It's, it's on queue. Netflix. Yeah. Um, it is. Again, I haven't seen very many documentaries, but this is by far the, my favorite one that I've ever seen. So, uh, that being said, I highly recommend watching it. Uh, and then I also watched last night. Uh, it's called the new HBO documentary, Mommy Dead and Dearest. I don't know if you have seen anything for this, either of you. Um, no, no. It's about a a young girl uh, and her boyfriend who murder her mother, and um, her whole life she had been in a wheelchair and had been uh, diagnosed as mentally retarded, and had all these different diagnoses um, on her. And then when she shows up to court, she's walking, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Okay, what's up with this?" And then it's all about how the mother lied to everyone 
she had no diseases. She was a perfectly healthy kid and was, like, cheating the system to get, like, money and stuff. And it's a dive into that um, court case. Uh, super interesting. And it has, like, a ton of access to, like, everyone, surprisingly enough. Um, and, like, just they could they filmed, like, everywhere. So uh, I thought it was really interesting. Um, and But I also like uh, crime documentaries like that. So if you like stuff like that, highly recommend. It's on HBO for free. So not uh, wasting any money, I guess. Well, you have to... I mean, like, if you already have HBO, HBO you're, not, <laughs> you're not wasting any money. Um, so, that leaves me with, uh, of course, I watched Wonder Woman. I also watched Rubber uh, for Gateway to Cinema. So, uh, if you haven't yet, go back, uh, listen to this past Tuesday's episode of Gateway to Cinema, where we talk about Rubber, uh, one of the just, oh my god, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, oh my god, it's a movie. Uh, I watched, so, after the past week, I'd watched Raw, I'd watched Prevenge, I'd watched Wonder Woman, actually, that might have been two weeks ago now, but either way, I'd watched all these things, and I was, uh, was saying, I want to watch more female-directed uh, movies, so yeah, I found one uh, movie where uh, one woman had directed, written, uh, produced, edited, and created all the costumes for one movie, I was like, well, man, now I'm really interested. Like, she had a huge part in this. I wonder what this movie is. Oh, what do you mean? Well, woman, I'm interested. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, oh, yeah. Aaron. High five. Would you say Aaron's humor is 10 out of 10? Thank you very much. David. You what? say your humor is 10 out of 10. Is Aaron's humor 10 out of 10? Oh. Of course. Okay, and uh, so this movie is called The Love Witch, and I texted Aaron like halfway through watching this movie because I just asked him, have you ever just started a movie completely unaware of what you're going to see, and then what you find is just one of the most dumbfounding things, just like, what is this movie, how does this exist, how did this get made? And why do I love it so much? <laughs> That's basically where I was at for this whole movie. Um, it's supposed to be in the style of like a 60s or 70s... Um, I, like, uh, like a Harlequin novel, that sort of thing. Uh, it, like, oh god, what, what am I even looking for? Like a... Sort of like a Fifty Shades of Grey kind of story, but placed in the And 60s. you liked it? But that's the thing. It's played so intentionally stilted. Like, all of the dialogue is written so... I, I think it's supposed to be intentional. This is the thing. I don't know anything about this movie except for <laughs> what I saw. So I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be intentionally, like, goofy. And it plays so well. Like, it's so funny in so many different moments. And there's moments where I was just cringing with how awkward the movie was. But I think it was supposed to make me do that. And I have no proof. I'm not like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, reading interviews or whatever. I'm like, oh, I really want to know what this movie was all about. Because this was sort of like a, a flash-in-the-pan kind of experience to me. You know what I mean? It's been a while mm -hmm. since I've seen a movie that I'm like, I've seen that once, never want to see it again. I saw this movie once. 
never want to see it again. Not that it was bad, not that I didn't enjoy it, but I don't know that I can ever go back to that original experience with this movie and be able to see it through that lens again. <laughs> so I'm just like, yep, this movie's brilliant. It, it's... That's the thing, it's... I saw a review on Letterboxd that said, I think this is what Lana Del Rey does in her free time, and that's a great... <laughs> that's a great description of what I think this movie is. So... I don't know. I just, Aaron, you said you've been meaning to watch it, so... Yeah, it's in my Amazon list, so um, get a wrap at some point. It's, uh... I really want to know what you think once you've seen it, because it's... It's something. Um, that being said... <laughs> you okay there? I'm trying to get his life together. That being said, <laughs> when I was placing it, in my list of 2016 movies, as far as ranking goes, <laughs> um, yes. I placed it, I'm trying to figure out the exact number, I placed it at number 13. <laughs> so, I don't know why, but this movie is brilliant. It is brilliant. Oh, so you're laughing because of how high of a placement that was? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because I thought you were just like laughing because it was like the number thirteen, and you're like, "Oh, supernatural film number thirteen. Oh, and I was like, hey. "Really, really?" Lacey? No, no, no. I'm laughing because it's so high, and it's this is gonna be one of those things. Like, if you don't like this sort of thing, if you don't like period pieces, if you don't like, um, so bad it's good, but like intentionally so bad it's good, kind of like homages. You will not like this. You will hate every moment of it. It's one of those things. As I was watching, I'm like, people will hate this, but I love it. It's a very specific. It's a very specific category. It really is. It really is. And uh, you know, it has a lot to say as well. I think there's there's some interesting messaging as well. And uh, I don't know. give it a try. If you don't like it within like the first ten minutes, you probably won't like it at all. So maybe just give up after that, but, um, yeah. Only, only like, huge complaint is that it feels way too long. It's, like, two hours. I'm like, this could easily be, like, an hour and 20 minutes, but, all right, whatever. There's a lot that they could easily cut out. Um, but great performances for people. <laughs> great yet horrible performances, if that makes sense. I don't know. Um... It's such a weird movie to describe. But then, David, you and I saw a movie together. Oh, yes, we did. We saw It Comes at Night. And now, if you want to read my full it does come at night. on It Comes at Night, I wrote a review. Well, no, spoiler alerts, David. I don't want, I don't want to know if It Comes at Night. <laughs> maybe, no. it's, maybe it's lying. <laughs> oh my God. If you <laughs> want to read my full review, you can read it at Jake Lace. Um, uh, spoilers, I liked the movie quite a bit. What'd you think, David? Thinking about the movie, because I came out of it. I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, Aaron. Um, coming out of the movie, I was unsure. But thinking back on it, I, I enjoyed the movie a lot. I was... That's good to hear. Because you came out a little, like, I don't know. This movie was kind of disappointing. And I'm like, oh, but... 
Well, that's the point. <laughs> no, not disappoint. Not disappointing, but just not what I was looking for. I guess. Okay. Yeah, they do but, definitely build this as horror. I think if you're going in looking for straight horror, that's not what you're gonna get. Um, so, but I was thinking thinking back on it, I was like sitting on the edge of my seat, tense the entire. Yeah. I don't know. However, hour and a half, whatever. I was like, there was no. I was, and maybe I'm just a wuss. Who knows? But no, I was no, the entire time. I was like, something about this movie. It it was very well done, and. I enjoyed it, and that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to tip Aaron off. Thank Aaron, you. watch a movie so I can talk Aaron, about it. Aaron will <laughs> like this movie. I can already tell you he's going to like this movie because it is extremely similar to The Witch in a lot of ways in the way it's kind of shot in, in the uh, familial structure, uh, stuff like that. I think a lot of times I was having flashbacks to The Witch, and I'm like, that's never a bad thing. Because The Witch is absolutely fantastic. Um, one of the best horror films I've ever seen. But at the same time, it's like, I've, we've done this before. This feels a little been there, done that at times. Um, but that being said, it's a fantastically made been there, done that. There's like, oh my god. Um, Joel Ed, is it Joel Edgerton? Anyone know? You guys just let me flounder <laughs> with names. Joel Edgerton, yes. um, I believe, uh, delivers one of the best performances of the year so far, I'd say. Um, I had no clue he could act that well. I, the only thing I've ever really seen him in that I can remember, and I haven't seen this movie, but I'd seen the trailers for The, uh, the Gift, I believe it was called. Yes. And I was like, okay, that movie kind of looks kind of meh. And, like, he looks kind of meh in it. But, it is kind of meh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but in this movie, he's fantastic. And also, the direction and the cinematography is fantastic. Again, a lot of flashbacks to The Witch, a lot of uh, cooler tones. But, God, it's just beautiful. This movie's beautiful um, in a lot of ways. Uh, so... I think going into it with the right expectations will make you like it a lot more. Um, but as of right now, it's sitting at a 43 critic score. Or not critic, uh, 43 uh, user score on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. What, what, is the, what is the critic? Critic is 87, I believe. See, because yeah, I feel like the the users are kind of like me when I, they came out. They were just because they... Because the way that they were looking to watch the movie, I guess... It's so hard to avoid. It's certainly one that um, it needs. It needs to be mulled over, for sure. And, and Aaron, like, I have trouble just explaining anything without spoilers. But, <laughs> so just but, like, that into the mix. And <laughs> yeah. Well, no, well, no. That I, I didn't. I didn't spoil anything. But that's why I always go with the, like five. Um, Oh, words. five words to describe it because I'm like, oh yeah, I can do this, like, <laughs> yeah. Because other, otherwise, I'm gonna be like, oh, it's good, and that's about all I can say right now because I don't know, like, because I just want to talk about it. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see it. Uh, yeah, you uh, see it. for sure. Uh, one of the best movies so far this year uh, in my top ten. Um, not really sure where to place it yet. It's at number seven right now. Could move up, could move down. Need to think on it more, but. Uh, I definitely, definitely recommend. 
again, go in with the right expectations. Not a straight horror film. Um, and yeah. David, what else you watched this week? Well, I finished 13 Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the things I do for my girlfriend and the things I do for this podcast. Again, ah! we didn't ask you to do this, David. No, you did, though. <laughs> Someone needs to do it. No one asked And I you. did it. I did it. It's enough, Jacob. I did it for you and for you, Aaron. I didn't ask you to do this. I I want can it can I return my gift? I don't like this gift. I want to return it. It's not a gift. It's a It's a privilege. It's something that I have to live with. You guys don't have to watch this. Um, So what'd you think? He's thinking everyone. I no, I didn't like it. Like (laughs) Okay. I didn't like it at all. There. He's thinking, everyone. Because I'm trying to... <laughs> I know, but we, we so... can't have dead air. <laughs> so I'm trying dead to... Dead air. I think... No, I, I didn't like it. It reminded me of just, like, another high drama, like, Can you give show. me 13 reasons why you didn't like this show? Oh, my God, show? yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I could. Do it right now. Go for it. And then that would be the end of the whole discussion. Reason one. Yeah. The acting. Okay. Reason number two. The main the main character, the girl, like she's telling you like all these reasons, right? Mm -hmm. This girl isn't even that nice of a person. So like you're like you're trying to like feel bad for her, but like she's like super like kind of come off as super mean and like okay like no one ever deserves like things but like you're like i'm like why are you doing this like like there's no reason you should be doing that like she's just really mean and so did like it's hard puppies? to sympathize with huh did she kick puppies i'm not gonna spoil anything oh, <laughs> man that's my favorite twist in the final episode is we're like oh man she kicked puppies to death man no. so so it's hard to, it's hard to sympathize with a person who just like straight up isn't because like I can sympathize with a, like with a villain because they're a villain, right? But like I'm like okay, <laughs> like he's just twisted and like he, he like he you thinks that this is right, but like no, she's just oh, like, like a mean. Magneto. I, all right, yeah, okay. But like like Couldn't this is like there. the person that's like that the story's about, and I'm like I can't sympathize with her because I it's think like Superman. That... I don't like saving people. I don't want to save people anymore. I'm gonna get was that reason, two, was that reason two or reason three? You had the acting and then you had the lead, so that's two. Or not the lead, but the girl. Yeah, the character. Reason. Reason number three. All right, this is going to take reason a long time. Three. Can we just. <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be faster, just like the acting. It was like reason number one. Oh, okay, fine. Acting. I can't sympathize with the, uh, with the main character, one of the two. main characters. Okay, yeah. There's sorry. a. They. they are making a season two. Three. That's another okay, big three. problem. Uh, number number four, four is that um, be, beats by well beats by Apple now product placement throughout this entire entire series. Five. Five is that um, I can't say that because it'll spoil. But there's some I don't very think anyone gruesome. Cares. 
Honestly. There's some very gruesome end scene that I don't think anyone really wanted to see, but they put it in there. Okay. Five. Six. No, six. This is six now. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm confused. What? Okay, six. We know how to count it. Six. <laughs> <sighs> Reason six is that there was... Um, oh, I always, it always annoys me when like all these high high school kids don't look like they're in high school. Ah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Number seven. See, uh, number seven. The uh, this this one guy, like one of the main guys, has like a, a big like cut on his on his head, like he and like the way throughout like the entire season, he has that entire cut. And like it, like just like the whole makeup product, like it's awful. Like they're making it like red and blue and purple and or like every single color of the rainbow. They like, went through that. Like it, it, like I'm just like this is so fake. I could like why number did, eight. It looks like they just kind of drew it on. Yeah. Eight. Um. They they. they I uh, I can't say that. Okay. Oh my God, the rest of my, no one the rest cares. Of my reasons, like, you can spoil this show. Okay, spoilers. If, Aaron, do you want to be spoiled? You can go for it if you want. Yeah, okay. If you don't want to be spoiled on 13 Reasons Why, click ahead like 30 seconds. Okay. Maybe more. This is going to take a long time. You sure? Go for right. it. Go for it. I don't care. Oh, I hate so this show they, they have like a they have like a 10 minute 10 minute visual of her suicide, of her slitting her wrist in the bathtub. Very like the gruesome scene. Yeah, like incredibly I'm just like That's why is this it, like they have I heard about that because that like uh, upset a lot of like suicide prevention activists because it's like you're yeah. not supposed to do that at all. Yeah, they have a lot of rapes. They have like a couple of rape scenes nine? in there. This is number nine. Not number nine, rape scenes. Number right, number ten, ten is that for ten. Clay, like, so everyone on these tapes has a reason for being on these tapes. And Clay's on the tapes because she loved him and she wanted him to know that it wasn't his fault i'm like what are you doing and then, and then so so reason number 11, 11. is so the, so he blames himself because like everyone's like oh like like pissed and like i can't believe you did that and um he's like it's always telling everyone i killed i killed her because i didn't love her i'm like well like you, like you shouldn't be um, focusing like suicide for prevention on like love, uh, Romeo. You know what I mean? Like you should like just getting a, and so that that whole and like when that came out, just that whole topic. I'm just like, oh yeah, so like the whole like reason it is love. Like you should live for love. I'm like no, there's like a lot of other reasons to live. So, like just that, his whole the whole point of this main character is, is, is stupid. Okay, um, what, was that 11 or 12? That was, that was 11. Now it's number 12. This is supposed to be quicker. <laughs> I, I told you it wouldn't be quick. No one believed me. <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> number 12. There's actually, there's actually 14 reasons. Oh, and, then, and then the last reason that I hated the show is that to record her final tape, like she, she goes into the um, guidance counselor and records him. Like when she's like, basically says, "I'm gonna kill myself," and he's like, "I don't care," and like so she's like, so like she already she's like trying to bait him in order like to make him look look bad in this tape. I'm like, 
why are you such a bad person? Like, I don't know. And that's why... 13. A quick... That was 13. No, that was 12. Oh. Um... I thought we all knew how to count around here. Oh, now it doesn't seem so crazy uh, that Jacob was counting the whole time. <laughs> oh. Clay doesn't shower for, like, an entire episode, and there's multiple comments about it. He goes, you stink, you stink. And he's like, I know I haven't shut, like... Like, but out of this hour-long episode, 20 minutes of it were, were comments about him not showering. 13 yeah. reasons why, everybody. All right, what, what else did why. you watch? <laughs> and the only other thing I watched, I watched the entire Smash documentary, the Super Smash Bros. documentary about how Super Smash Bros. became a competitive eSport. And the players and the birth and, like, the recovery and just how everything happened. And it is one of the best documentaries I've seen. It's free. It's on YouTube. Go watch it. I'll probably watch it. Sounds pretty interesting. So. Mm-hmm. And that's all. All right. Aaron, what'd you watch this yes. week? Uh, I got four things for you guys. So I watched two more films from the AFI Top 100 list. I watched uh, Bringing Up Baby which is like this 1938 comedy with uh, Cary Grant, Catherine Hepburn. It was surprisingly funny. Like, because this was a film that it didn't make it very high on the top 100. And then it got removed when they like revised the list later on. So I was like, oh, okay, it's probably not that great of a film. But I actually ended up enjoying this film like a lot more than many of the other films on this list. I was like, this is just like an all around enjoyable film. I can kind of understand why like they cut it off the list because it's not as significant like socially didn't contribute that much to the culture. But just in terms of comedy, this was one of the funniest films I've seen in a long time. You know, it's just like a okay. screwball comedy. Everything gets like escalates and just gets really absurd. You know, you're throwing in like this leopard that they have to keep track of. And there's a bunch of like mistaken identities and all this sort of stuff. And it just, you know, it's one of those like comedies where everything just all the elements you know get mixed in together and then you, it gets so chaotic towards the finale that it's really funny so i would right. highly recommend it i enjoyed it a lot more than i thought i would so. sounds interesting and then also from the list i watched raging bull ah, which okay. is uh martin scorsese with uh robert de niro as the lead it's a biopic on a boxer so this was like a film I was very interested in watching because this was the film that made the most like significant jump between the two versions of the list like in the first version of the list it made it like number 20 something and then the second version it jumped up to like number six whoa so I was (laughs) so I was like there must be something really good about it yeah and like watching this I don't know if I quite understand why it made such a, a significant leap in between the two versions like I don't know what really changed about it but it is definitely a really good film you know obviously from Scorsese and you know the directing is really exceptional they do some really interesting things with the choreography of the and the cinematography of the fight scenes those are like really really well shot and then Robert De Niro gives an excellent performance I love watching movies from you know when Robert De Niro actually cared (laughs) like watching (laughs) The Godfather Part 2 and this I'm just like why can't we have that Robert De Niro back miss that Robert De Niro so yeah, it was, you know, a, a fairly standard biopic material. So it's, you know, it's the narrative's not all that 
uh, cohesive, I guess, because it's kind of like jumping around a lot in time and your and everything. But at the end of the day, really, really great movie, really well acted, really well written, and just uh, you know, it's 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 a definitely a film to watch. All right. Even though I don't really like boxing movies all that much. Oh. I don't know. Still got to watch the Rocky movies, though. All of them? All of them. I bought all of them. I just haven't watched them yet. Never mind. <laughs> and then, okay, two more things. Yes, you do. You do I watch... watch. There's seven of them now. I, well, yeah, Counting Creed, yeah. I have the first six well, no. on Blu-ray. No, yeah. there's, there's there's seven. There's seven, I'm pretty sure. There's yeah. No, because there's it's Rocky Creed one eight. through five, and then Rocky Balboa, and then Creed. And then yeah, because I I got the complete collection on Blu-ray, and it has ah, six the six okay. movies. So I'm watching them at some point. I'll get to them soon. I thought you had already but, watched the first one. That's why I was like, you don't like boxing movies because I thought I saw you like watched on Letterboxd or something, and I'm like, hey, you saw Rocky now, and then I'm like, no, you oh. probably saw it in the, my movies I own list. Yeah, probably. Where it was like that's all where I got confused. But I have seen Raging Bull, so that's a boxing movie I like now. Woohoo! Uh, so, and but one classic. Uh, well, I guess Rocky started in the 70s, but it was mainly 80s. One classic 80s franchise I got around to watching. I watched the first Lethal Weapon movie. Oh, the that's time. the one I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you finally watched Lethal Weapon, David. Finally watched Lethal Weapon. So now, so now I can understand the whole uh, Always Sunny sequels even better now. Yeah. Yes, you certainly can. How'd you like it? I thought it was, you know, well done. Like, uh, I was surprised at how dark it got in moments, especially with <laughs> Mel Gibson's character. Yeah. Like, I did not expect that. Yeah. But, you know, it's definitely a well-done example of the buddy cop genre. I do think it was very interesting, like, how similar it was to the nice guys, considering, you know, mm -hmm. they were both written by Shane Black. And you're just like, does this guy only have, like, one movie? It's, like they're, they're they're very similar they're beyond both just being buddy so cop movies. Good. They're both they are good both in their so own good. way. So, but yeah, I thought Mel Gibson did a great performance, even though he's basically just you know doing the unhinged kind of thing he does for most of his career yeah. and outside his career. But uh, <laughs> another <laughs> person that, that we're not just talking know, about professionally sometimes. But uh, you know, just really exciting action sequences just uh great humor and you know i really liked how they spent so much time on the characters developing the characters and their dynamic as opposed to jumping right into like the whole criminal conspiracy kind of thing mm -hmm. you know so i can understand why it was a classic <laughs> for sure i'm excited to watch the rest of the series yeah all except for four we'll see no. I, I gotta watch them all. Four, four is not that bad. Four is really not even that bad. Um, but anyway. And then finally, the big one, I watched Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. <laughs> and you can read my full thoughts in my review on the store blog namesareitaken.tumblr.com. It's a great review. Everyone read it. But, but basically, here's the thing with this movie. It's bad. Johnny Depp doesn't know how to play characters anymore at all. Like, he's not playing Jack Sparrow anymore. I don't know what he's doing. He's is, he just, is he just playing himself in a drug-infused, like, 
Bender. Basically, yeah. It's not, it's, not better. Movie. <laughs> it's not better, no. But, but, like, his performance is just, like, it's so, like, it doesn't gel with the rest of the movie. Like, he's doing his completely, a completely different thing than the rest of the film. <laughs> he's just going off doing whatever he wants. And the, rest of the guy's like, hey, can you come do this movie we had with the ship, the pirate ships and the, the ghost he's camp? He's like, I'm Johnny Depp. I'll do like, whatever no. I... It, it, yeah, exactly. I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> Let me just oh, get no, my okay. person that reads the lines to me, uh, and I'll, I'll be right over. <laughs> And then beyond, like, Johnny Depp, the, the new characters they added, they're not interesting. It's basically, like, the same dynamic as the new characters from the fourth film, who also weren't that interesting. Uh, the villain is really bad. Like, he's ba- he basically just rips off elements from Davy Jones and Barbosa, and then just has the dumbest, thinnest backstory like ever created. Like, they didn't care. They're just like, yeah, he has two lines of motivation for you. But, and then like oh the, my God. <laughs> even at the, sh- being the shortest Pirates film, it feels way too long and the, the production design is like off for this. I don't know quite how to describe mm. it, but it just doesn't feel like it exists in the same universe with some of like the new elements they created. It just doesn't have the same look to it, I suppose. Okay. So that bugged me. But also, as I mentioned in my review, at the end of the day, I kind of enjoyed this movie. Like, it's really bad. It's really awful. If, but, if it's you're, another, if, but it's another Pirates movie, so you're like, But kinda, it's another Pirates another movie. One. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, when the theme music kicks in, I'm just like, you know, I'm there. And then, so, like, I like pieces of it. Like, there's some cool set pieces. Like, there's this one set piece that's basically, like, as I said in my review, an 18th century version of Fast Five, <laughs> which was like the <laughs> so it's a very interesting set piece. You know, I, I liked the the small attempts to connect it to the larger franchise mythology by bringing bringing Orlando Bloom back. That was nice. Yeah. So it's it's like it's a bad movie, but at the end of the day. I enjoyed it six, well enough. So. I, I would see a sixth one, and they tease a sixth one. There's an end credit scene. Well, Jake, didn't Jacob already say that they already shot? No, six. They were shooting. They were planning on shooting back to back, but they didn't actually go through with oh. it. Well, that's probably for the best. <laughs> that's uh... yeah. I don't know if they're gonna make it at this point since the domestic box office has dropped off so much. Even with international to boost it, like I think this is gonna be the final one, and that's probably for the best. Yeah. No, you need you need the the, the six two trilogies perfect. The so yeah, first. that was my week. Yeah. All right, guys, join us next week on this segment when we talk about cars three. Too many cars, guys. Let's move on. We're not actually going to talk about cars three. So everyone just just shut your pie holes. All right, guys, let's move on to the Devil's Advocate <laughs> segment this week, aptly named for the movie that we're doing. <laughs> so, uh, Aaron, take it away. All right, so this is the segment where we take a film that, you know, is critically acclaimed, make the case for why it is actually a bad film, or take a film that was critically trashed and make the case for why it is actually a great film. And uh, this week we got a recent film 
a film that got a lot of critical acclaim, got, you know, a huge return on investment at the box office, got a whole, basically a cinematic universe out of this horror movie. So people are really liking this, but we're going to make the case for why it is a bad movie, and that is The Conjuring. Right, it's 918. We're headed down into the cellar where the door's just opened on its own. Give us a sign that you want to communicate with us. Let me let me open up. Okay, open it up. No, no. The one thing I look for in scary movies. What? Special effects. Guess mm. what? There was none of in this movie. Mm. No special. They were all practical effects. They're all real. I wanted CGI. I wanted some real, not real. Excuse me. Special effects. I wanted computer. a real demon to, to come into that studio and start whipping people around. <laughs> I, w- I wanted it all to be fake, I, but no. But everything had to be wires and real. I was just like, oh my god, I don't want to. I don't want to do with this. I just want the fake special effect because right, you, that's you need like even... you need like a distance from the film. Like it, it's going to be too scary if everything looks too yeah. real. You know, you yeah. got to you got to make it look fake. So no, I'm not as scared up. by your movie. Because mm-hmm. who wants to watch a movie that. that they can't watch, like covering their eyes the whole time, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to throw my popcorn. I mean, I just don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Don't make me. Um, yeah, so I mean, I often say that this is my favorite horror film of all time. But recently, you know, I've been thinking, guys, Ghosts Ain't Real. How come they're, like, based on a true story? Uh, excuse me, sir. Ghosts ain't real. So not based on a true story. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Excuse me, sir. Boston makes me feel good. When there's something weird sleeping in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, why don't they have a Conjuring and a Ghostbusters crossover like like yeah, that would have saved the ghostbusters be... franchise as <laughs> God, well. nothing can save ghostbusters yeah. um now my real question here is i like horror movies guys one mm-hmm. of the things i like about horror movies is the gore man the kills and no one dies in this movie I'm like what's up with that man no deaths i mean that's how you can tell the story is fake yeah, the ghost didn't kill him. It's like the family didn't commit to this hoax. Right, they're not they like, oh, let's yeah. eeny, meeny, miny, mo the children, figure out which one is gonna we're gonna kill to make this seem real. You know, like they didn't go all the way for it. No, yeah, it seems half-assed, really. Yeah, that if if you want to pull off a good uh, haunting hoax, that's what you gotta do. You just gotta start offing children. That's <laughs> uh, again, characters. <laughs> We're not, not, don't do that. Oh. Aaron, what's a big complaint you have? Well, one big complaint I have is that this film is really unoriginal. Not just based, being, you know, based on a true story, quote unquote, but it completely rips off the Amityville horror. Like, it's basically oh, yeah. the same movie. You know, you got the family moving into the haunted house and you got the same kind of haunting effects going on. It's... I know you guys probably haven't seen the Amityville Horror, but trust me, it's it's just like the same shtick that they've been doing since the 70s. It's like, come on, give us something original in a horror film. Like, another haunted house thing? Come on. Well, then, they even wanna... have the gall to go to Amityville in the sequel. How dare they? Right, right. 
Oh, no, oh, oh, oh. This is Jacob again. This is Jacob again for a quick second. Um, <clears throat> Christmas came early, everyone. Amityville The Awakening has been postponed again. <laughs> Just, uh, I, it's a kind of a running meme on this podcast at this point that we like Jacob. to make fun of how this movie's never going to come out. And, uh, yeah, it got postponed again with no release date. So, ha-ha! <laughs> Jacob, you can't just make a new meme. You can't just make a new meme, dude. Yeah, you just take memes and you just kill them. You kill the memes. <laughs> you can't just make a new one. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, how, you, that's how you just and, get Anyway, um, sorry. <laughs> back, to, back to subject. Another problem, though, I have with this film is the same problem I had with Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. They explicitly confirmed the existence of ghosts of 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 not not just of demons but of of the christian god as well like they're they're just like there's no question about like this is demons this is god we're we're working for god we're fighting the demons it's like they're like explicit proof of this and yet no one really cares yeah no, no, no one goes no to church. No one cares. No, no, no one's. You know, this isn't affecting the world in any way. They're yeah. just like, oh yeah, it's even that, crazier. That's over with now. Because the family isn't a, isn't a Christian family at the beginning, and then when they find this out, they're not like, what? <laughs> it's not like they already <laughs> believed it was true. Even they're just like, well, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, this is, something's happening. There's no, there's no ramifications of this discovery. They're just like, oh, okay, I guess that's over with now. Yeah. I also want to point out that when you listen to interviews with uh, the eldest daughter of the quote-unquote true story, uh, she claims that the movie is completely wrong in everything. They couldn't even get the movie right in what happened in real life. It's like, come on. And they're... They talk about the Bathsheba witch or whatever. It wasn't even a real witch. She was, They never proved it. This poor woman's name is being dragged in the mud due to this movie. And you know what happened when this movie came out? People went to her gravestone and destroyed it because they thought she was a real witch. <laughs> when That's irresponsible. Anger. That's real. The... That's for real. <laughs> yeah. So this movie just dragged a poor woman's name in the mud. Poor woman. And then, David, you got wow. something else for us? <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about how lo- supposedly love can be born when two people are just, I think the, the, the couple is in love with the alternate world, the, the, the demons. They're not actually in love with each other. Oh. I, th- I think that there's a big problem with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they're, they're all worried about their daughter, but, but they don't, at the same time, they keep going back. They keep going back to their job, and they're like, oh, we're going to give it up. But they love it too much. They don't even love each other or their family. Like, yeah. And the baby even made a sequel. So they know we didn't. They didn't give up their work. That's true. Just, just poor parenting, really. Just... Poor parenting. And you know what else? These parents are just so cheap that they can't give their kids any worthwhile entertainment outside of that clapping game. Like you, you, your way to entertain your kids is to just have them use their hands and play this clapping hide and seek game. Like that's the best clap, you have to offer. If, if they had clap, just like clap. bought their kids like Candyland or something. 
they wouldn't have had that whole moment with the mom stuck in the basement and the ghost claps its hands and it scares her and all that. You know, it never would have happened if you just got Candyland. Right. That's in all honesty though, that game sounds really fun. And I would totally love to play it. Yeah. Um, yeah, ne- never played that clapping game ever in my life. Oh, no, life. not anymore. <laughs> not after that movie. <laughs> Before that movie happened, I totally would have played it, but not anymore, no. No. Um, no and if, in fact, too scary. I'm going to say, big complaint, too scary. Too, too yeah. scary. Yeah, Aaron already brushed over that. Oh, yeah, he you did. You were dating popcorn. <laughs> Sorry. Um, guys, do we have anything else to say about The Conjuring? I think that's... A successful case. I mean, we made the case that it's unoriginal, that it's far too scary that no one can even watch it. Mm-hmm. We made the case that it's historically inaccurate. That, that there's bad parenting. That there's bad parenting, and that it doesn't address the ramifications of its, you know, explicit confirmation of gods and demons. You know, <laughs> so that is why the Conjuring. And we didn't even get into how you know they thought Annabelle deserves their own movie <laughs> just like <laughs> no yeah. we already had that scene at the beginning with annabelle that was the end that was the annabelle movie we didn't need a movie added on to that right yeah now we're getting one about the nun i mean what is that we're also getting a second annabelle movie just want to point that out to everyone we'll talk about that soon enough yeah we will um, so yeah conjuring don't watch it guys let's move on to the bad movie of the week. Oh my god! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, give me my ball. Carpet day! Huh? No! I got a nice spicy meme for all of you today. Go for it. Are we ready? Are we ready for this? Wait. Are you ready for this? Gutter trash. This utter waste of time. One of the worst films I've ever seen. Probably the worst film I've ever seen with as big of a budget as it has. Guys, today we're going to be talking about... Grown Ups 2. Um, so, I, I've sort of mentioned this before in, in passing. Because I'm like, oh, my dad really likes, uh, really likes Adam Sandler. So, you know, we see all the Adam Sandler movies, and uh, this was one that, you know, everything before it, I'm kind of like, okay, this is, there's a bug trying to fly in my mouth. <laughs> it's driving me insane. Um, Maybe it's a fan of Grown Ups 2. Yeah, it's really mad about me talking crap about Grown Ups 2. Um, but, so, yeah, all the other Adam Sandler movies, you know, there are some really bad ones, but I can... I can stomach them. This movie, however, is so utterly stupid. So lacking of any through line or plot that it not only makes you upset that you watched it, but it also insults your intelligence for having watched it in the first place. Because the whole plot... And I'm just... I don't even know how to even describe this to you. The whole plot revolves around a barbecue that's happening at the end of the week. Um, that's it. That's, that's, uh, that's the plot. And they're like, hey, we gotta... They keep, they, they're all living in the hometown again because in the first one, they're all 
off at their other jobs and like, no, let's all move back to the city or to the, the suburbs and let's be friends or whatever. And it's like, okay, cool. And uh, they keep running into old friends. Like, oh, okay, we got Shaq. Shaq's in this movie, guys. Shaq's in this movie? Oh, yeah, Shaq's in this movie. He plays a cop. But when has Shaq ever been in a bad movie? <laughs> you know, I can't think of one. <laughs> um, so they keep running into their old friends, and they're like, hey, come to this barbecue. And then, okay, that scene's done. They run into another friend. Hey, come to this barbecue. That scene's done. Okay. Oh, we're going to... Uh, I think it was... It might have been Adam Sandler. I don't remember. It's been, like, years since I've watched this movie, and I've never cared to see it again. But it might have been either Adam Sandler or... Uh, at, you know what? It was Kevin James. Kevin James and his wife, they're, they're going to, like, a... Like a cheerleader car wash. This is a real scene in this movie. And Kevin James is all like, oh, I'm Kevin James. I'm really excited to watch these ladies get wet and wash my car. <laughs> and then his wife's like, oh, no, we're getting those guys. And it's the Lonely Island and other SNL cast um, just washing a car. And then the scene's done. Oh, the joke is that, oh, man, I I'm homophobic. <laughs> like, that's the joke. It's like, oh, you really nailed that one, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Knocked it out of the park this time. Um, Those are the best kind of jokes. Ooh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> David's kidding, obviously. Um, so that scene happens. Um, and then they... So, like, Adam Sandler's kid and Chris Rock's kid, they're, like, best friends, and they're trying to go to a party with a bunch of college girls because, oh, 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 oh man... We're Adam Sandler's kids. We're, <laughs> we're creepy. Are, are, <laughs> like, are they homeless as well? Homeless? Just like Adam Sandler is, looks like homeless guy. Oh no, God, it's not know. his real son. <laughs> but no. <laughs> um, so they're like, hey, they break into this college party on a lake. And they're like, hey, um, we're going to drink your beer. And we're going to sleep with your women. And it's like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. You're like underage, and these girls are like 23. This is um, this is this can't happen. And then they're like, oh man, we shouldn't be here. And they pour the beer out, and it's like, good for you kids. Um, but then Adam Sandler and his buddies, they all get naked and jump into that lake, um, because fat people naked is funny, everyone. Um, and then. The college kids, the, the the boys, they come and see what's up, and they're like, no, that's not what happened, sorry. They're all hanging out at the lake, too, on the other end, and the college boys are like, what's up? You can't be at our lake. And they're like, well, if we're going to be at our lake, this is our lake first. And a Taylor Lautner is the leader of the college boys, because this is when Taylor Lautner was still relevant. And uh, He was relevant to begin with? That's your first problem. Yeah, well, he was. Oh. Oh, I see what you're going for there. <laughs> um, and wow. So, <laughs> um, and so they're like, we're going to make you naked, and then we're going to push you off the cliff into the lake. It's like, uh-oh, that's some funny hijinks. And the funny, the funny one is that Kevin, uh, Kevin Spade, David Spade, is in the lake already, and then Kevin, oh, yeah. Kevin uh, James, it, he falls on him, but he was naked. 
Kevin James is fat. <laughs> oh, 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 I see what you did there, Adam Sandler. That's a real good joke. <laughs> uh, and then there's a pee joke. A, a deer pees all over Adam Sandler and his wife. Comedy. There's Comedy jokes. at its finest. 10 out of 10. Like David no, 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 no. <laughs> um, Watch your words there. And, uh, yeah, so there's poop jokes, there's vomit jokes, and the flies back. Um, and uh, overall, it's just a big, a big trash fest. But then the barbecue comes, everyone. That's what I've been anticipating this whole time. It's barbecue, barbecue. day. Everybody. It's a great scene. All, what are you doing, all their friends are there. They're hanging out. But then the college boys show up again. Uh-oh. I don't like where this is going. So the college boys are like, we're going to kill you. Real thing that happens in this movie. <laughs> and uh, an all-out brawl starts in the backyard with everyone fighting the college kids. And then eventually, I- I'm not entirely sure how it gets resolved. I know something happens where they're like, hey, let's not look at each other's differences, but look at how we're alike. We're all gross man-children. And... My is that really what Adam they Sandler. say? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> and my name's Adam Sandler. Go see Jack and Jill 2 in theaters 2017. Not in theaters. Oh on Netflix, Obviously. Stop yeah. It. yeah. And uh, then the movie ends. They're all friends. And someone sings a song. Because that's how... This is the weird thing about Adam Sandler movies and just bad comedies in general. They're like, how do we end this movie? And with the song, I guess. <laughs> like... <laughs> Mike and Dave need Mike and Dave needs wedding dates or whatever. It does that. Um, other ones that I can't remember right now. Um, so yeah, and the movie ends, and then you're uh, you want to vomit from knowing that you spent an hour and twenty minutes watching uh, complete and utter garbage, and you supported Adam Sandler's horrible habit of making bad movies. Now everyone is complicit in that though because we all have netflix but adam sandler did he start the beginning of making bad movies or no that's the real question there are no bad movies before there's no bad movies every single adam sandler movie is terrible it's not true because happy gilmore is great billy madison's great and I even enjoy a little bit of 50 first dates even though it's kind of messed up what happens at the end of that movie (laughs) The end? You mean like the whole thing? <laughs> well, yeah, but the end's even the mo- even more messed up because they decide that's the right way that movie should end. And I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. okay. It is a messed up ending. Um, guys, let's move on to the fault in your stars. Oh, okay. I don't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. That's fine. I get that, but you're wrong and I hate you. David. What up? You got a faulted star for us today? Yeah, I got a, I got a couple. Guys, this is, couple of reviews. course, the segment where we find a review on Flickster. A good review for a bad movie or a bad review for a good movie. And then we, one of us reads the review. We cut out all the spoilery bits, all the things that would give away what the movie is. And then the other two try and guess it. Uh, this week, David has it, and he's going to read it to us right now. Five stars. <laughs> Love this movie. Ignore the critics once again. 
It was fun. Saw it twice. All caps, if you're wondering. Okay. They didn't really give you anything, but... No, uh, but it's been out long uh, enough for someone to have seen it two times, so that's good to know. Oh, there you go. I mean, you've already seen Wonder Woman twice, so... Yeah, that's three weeks, though, Aaron. There's a two. Two. One, technically. <laughs> it's been two weekends. <laughs> anyway. Go, one, two five weeks. stars. This movie had me laughing throughout it. This actor is awesome, and it was as well as the other characters. I will be buying this movie. Okay, so it's a funny movie. Um, seen it twice. Uh, will be buying, so it's not out on Blu-ray yet. Um, they could have written a review before that. That's true. That's true. Five stars. Oh, there's another yes. one. Okay. I kept checking my watch during this film. Is that a positive or a negative <laughs> review? <laughs> I... Okay. Think about it. Five stars. Loved it. Just all of the yes. Uh, We haven't really gotten anything from these reviews. Four stars. I liked it. (laughs) I love love these actors. Gorgeous men. That is spelled G-A-W-W-G. Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. Sure, it was cheesy at times with some tacky one-liners, but come on. The TV show was way cheesier. It's Baywatch. It's Baywatch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. But You probably should have let off with that review, to be honest. No, no, you, got, you build up to that one. You guys should have <laughs> got it when it says, I kept checking my watch. Oh, my God. The entire time, Baywatch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad. That's a horror. That's, that's, the whole that's reason two I different show. kinds of watches. I don't, I don't yeah. like this wordplay. <laughs> and, and watch was capitalized too, so don't worry. <laughs> I wasn't worried about it, so I'm glad. <laughs> like I'm glad it, uh, it was, it was good for you. Um, guys, what do you know? It's the end of another episode of reboot. Uh, Already uh, underway. I don't know what David just said, but he said something. Um, guys. Thank you for listening. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find David at dbex15 on Twitter. Dave, what you been doing on Twitter recently? Don't answer. He's stalling so you can find music. No, I'm not. I really... Oh, my God. No, listen. No, listen. (laughs) Listen. This is the thing that always happens. I'm always like, follow David. Send him your dank Harambe memes. And Harambe's dead. No, I will... No, no, no. I'm saying don't do it anymore. Harambe's dead. Fidget spinners are kind of dead already. So I'm like, "Mm, I can't keep going on the fidget spinner. I just bought one today. Did you you really? really? Oh, damn. It was was $3. I bought it for my grandma. No, don't buy fidgets. Oh, my God. No, no, because she she was kept using, like, taking the back off of my remote and putting it back on. I'm like, you're going to break it. Stop it. And she wouldn't stop. So I literally bought her a fidget spinner so she would stop, like... Matt, like, so she's using it for the intended purpose of to like stop because okay. she's gonna break my remote. Okay, all right. Well, I'll at least it, we're it not was trying $3, to be cool so... with that fidget spinner. That's that's where I start to lose it a little bit. Anyway, um, so then I'm like, well, we can't really send him fidget spinner stuff anymore. So what is the new meme? So David, what's the new meme? What what can people send you? Send me the uh, the. Oh, you, oh my god, crack a cold one with the boys. Send me that. I hate this meme so much. 
<laughs> I, lo- like... I love this movie. Do, do you not get it, or do you? Just... No, I, I, I understand. I just think it's dumb. <laughs> no, Jacob, you, you have to crack a cold one with the boys in order we did to crack understand a cold this one on my birthday. Huh? We did crack a cold one open on my birthday. We did. And was it was it not enjoyable? It was enjoyable, but again, I don't think it's meme worthy. <laughs> but uh, all right, so send David your coolest crack a crack a cold one with the boys memes. I'm about to about to flood some some inboxes oh, for God. you guys. Um, Aaron, are you a fan of these memes? Yes. <laughs> what oh my God, dude. Okay, hold on, Aaron. Uh, guys, <laughs> if you uh, if you. <laughs> my god what have i done if you want to find aaron around the internet you can find him at little flame dude on twitter aaron yes what have you been up to on twitter lately on twitter not much on tumblr posted a review for pies of the caribbean whoa, as whoa, mentioned. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you can't just throw a tumblr in what's your tumblr i didn't know if you introduced it or not no i didn't You're really slacking on your duties what's your tumblr this is supposed to be a quick wrap-up, you know. What's your Tumblr, Aaron? This Tumblr blog is already taken.tumblr.com. Now, Aaron, I, th- I think people, I think what you don't understand is that people like spending time with us. And I think what you also don't understand is that people really enjoy something else. I think you're wrong about both of those things. Guys, it's still the sexy season. <laughs> me around the internet you can find me at uh uh jake lacy or oh my god i don't even know my twitter you can find me at jake lace on jake underscore lace on twitter uh jake lace on tumblr i wrote a wonder woman review i wrote a this uh or i wrote a it comes at night review you can read both of those um if you want to find them <laughs> if you want to find the podcast around the internet you can find us at reboot already underway um on facebook uh, reboot already on on Twitter. Uh, send us uh, some good quotes if you find them. And uh, of course, you can email us at rebootalreadyunderway at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know things maybe you want answered on the podcast. Um, yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, I think it's another successful episode of the sexy season. What do you guys say? Aaron, how do you like folks? I, I like the. Uh... The memes, yeah, guys. That is, that is the definition of true. Friendship. We're 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 starting to slide into we're starting to slide into memes, and I'm not feeling it. So guys, have a great day, and join us next week when we talk about documentaries, and the greatest documentary of all time, the bye Smash Bros. documentary. I was waiting for Aaron to say the Bye Bye Man, but yeah, Super bye Smash Bros. Sure. Real everyone, don't think it, don't say it. Oh God. Okay. Bye everyone. <laughs>